Hi everyone, Natsumayas here, back with another video. And in this video, I'm gonna show you how to leverage your time when you're working on closing $10 million plus either multifamily acquisitions or funds. There's a big problem I'm seeing in this, in this space because there are some people who are not business owners and they approach the capital raising world when they're raising for the first $10 million as more as uh, an employee or somebody who is an individual investor. Uh, because many people who we work with, they're either, a lot of them are real estate investors that are looking to manage their first fund or raise money to acquire a deal, a one-off transaction of $8 million, $10 million, $12 million, and even beyond that. And so how do we, how do you actually, you know, do this in the right, with the right mindset? Well, I'll show you how to get it done right now. So there's, there are a few problems because many people approach this stuff uh, thinking like an employee, you know, when they're working on raising capital here. Um, because the one should always, always understand how to leverage their time because time, the problem with time is that it's limited, right? And so imagine this is you, and I'm just drawing this out. So imagine this is you, and you know you you want to raise. Let's say you want to raise. Let's say one million from an investor. And and you so you want to raise one million from an investor. So you know to do that, you know you just rely on. And I see, and this is really sad. And I see this. People rely on you know cold calling all the investors. Um, so let's say there are a bunch of investors. These these dots represent investors, people that could potentially invest. And somebody would focus on cold calling all of them, like one at a time. And then when that doesn't work, then they'll work on going on LinkedIn. So this is call. And then they'll work on going on LinkedIn and then doing the same thing for each of these people all the way to the end. They'll do this all the way to the end. Then they'll focus on going to email. And then they'll do the same thing for this. And then meanwhile, their time, they have a one-to-one -one relationship. So they have a one-to-one -one leverage relationship with their time and the results that they get. So the problem is, one thing that helped me break through this mindset is to think probabilistically, is to think in terms of probabilities and expected values, right? So for example, if somebody has a, let's say you're selling your deal, same thing of selling, uh, you're, selling a, you know, you're selling a contract, anything. So let's say you have somebody that's, that sells somebody, right? This person is selling somebody. And then this person, or even an investor or whatever, this can apply to anything. And let's say of all the people that they sell into the deal, there is a 25% chance of the deal closing. And this is really, this, I've, I've already, we've already made videos on this, but we're just making it really obvious. So let's say that, you know, there is a 25% chance of this guy closing a $1,000 deal. So that would mean that for each, so depending on the amount of time, so now we're adding the time variable into the probability equation, the expected future value equation. So, and let's say for a certain period of time, so this is this many calls. So let's say it's like, so what expected value is, is basically multiplying value by probability. So it's multiplying value by probability. And when you multiply value by probability, then you can get something called the expected value. Um, so, you know, now it's to get the expected value over time, be based on the amount of calls that you do. So let's say somebody makes 10 calls a day. So 10 calls a day 
and then each call the average we're not talk, we're not looking at we're not looking at, at at bad days and good days or bad weeks or bad months or whatever we're looking at the average overall the median or sorry not even the median the mean uh, so you know of this they close one in four so so we have ten divided by four you know and then that's the average so this would mean that if somebody spends let's say they spend and this is just a crazy example. So let's say they spend 10 hours. So let's say each call is one hour. So let's say each call is one hour. So 10 calls is 10 hours. That would mean that each call, so each hour, so one hour will be valued at approximately, move the decimal point back, at 250. So that means that the person's time is valued at $250 per hour. So as Naval Ravikant, famous uh, investor, said, he's a mentor of somebody called Tim Ferriss as well, he said that you want to set aspirational hourly rates for yourself so that such that you, you do everything in your power to achieve it. Because if you just do this, and then let's say that you're working on a large deal, so some people are selling an investor on like a 100K deal, and they don't even know the probability of it closing because it's zero, but then let's just say 0.001, you know, you want to multiply what probability you think it would happen by the amount of time that you, the calls that you have to make times time, and then you can get the, or not times time, overtime, and then you get the amount of output, the, the probability of you closing the deal over a certain amount of time. And so this is how you manage your time. Because, you know, this for many people is really low. And when you actually come to this conclusion, especially for small deals, this stuff is easier to track in small deals than it is to track in big deals, but you can still do it in big deals. Then what happens is you start to value time much more carefully. And then, you know, let's say, you know, let's say the best way to leverage it is to talk to somebody who was already experienced in closing deals and you already know their track record. Let's say you have like a, a salesperson who sells investors and so on, or registered dealing representatives. For example, in Canada, an exempt market dealer needs dealing representatives that can close people on the phone. Or let's say that, you, you know, you're in the United States, it's a FINRA registered broker dealer, or FINRA registered agent or an investment banker. Um, so you get somebody's track record and you say, oh, over X amount of time. So what you want to do, you want to get the amount of time. So you want to get, so you want to get probability. So probability. So the probability of closing over the time. And the probability of closing, the probability of closing is basically just like the amount of calls. So really it's the amount of calls per um per past track record and then if you do this or if you at least build the systems for you to get the right people on the phone at the right time then you can you just have to spend your time first being the person to actually know about the deal so that your hour per time goes up because if you manage and if you find ways to build a system for you to get these people hitting the phones as much as possible, and then this is you, and then you're just really managing these people that have that have like a two hundred and fifty dollars per hour um, value under time. Then that means that your time will be valued. If you look at the aggregate, you look at the aggregate of everything. Then your time will be valued at a thousand per hour. If you've built the system, so the key word is the system for you is, is that you want to position yourself where you're making as much per hour 
uh, in potential. Uh, you're making as much as error per possible by building systems, again, building systems to get people to do this type of work on your behalf um, and to maximize. So that's one way, right? To get people that have high, so number one, high uh, probability, to so increase the probability of closing, probability of things closing. And then you want to increase, you want to make it so that you have as many tasks like ongoing, so ongoing many, so basically because as much time, you want to buy as much time as possible. So you want to get as much time as possible. And that's pretty much it for this part, because if you're able to do this, then you wouldn't be using your own time to do that, to um, do a lot of this, you know, make a lot of these menial decisions where you can just get somebody to sell investors on your behalf. Um, so that's the first part, and that's why a lot of what Raises.com we do is we get people to build these systems so that, you know, they have the team of capital raisers underneath the company, um, and they're able to sell uh, at scale. So that's one way. The second thing is, because of all the time that is bought back, it's because of all the time that is bought back, the person's able to make better decisions, because Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, said that... It's more important. The most important thing is that for him to is for him to make a very few high quality decisions, and if you read a, a ton of ton of cognitive biases, re research would argue that decision fatigue is something that happens when you make many decisions and the quality of those decisions diminish because your your brain can only do a few things at a time, and so some you want to buy back time so you can make better high quality, so HQ high quality decisions. And the better decisions you make, the better long-term things you're going to do because you're going to be able to make decisions that have high leverage. And by leverage, you're going to be able to build better systems. So better systems of, of people, like as we mentioned, that can raise the capital on your behalf so that you maximize your time because your time is the aggregate value of all of the time that their value is worth and all the tasks that their value is worth. You're going to be able to get better deals, so better systems, better... And better feedback, so there's going to be better feedback. Because by feedback, I mean the better decisions you make, the better systems you're going to be able to build, and the better decisions you make. Because nobody can instantly, we, like, we understand that a lot of people are coming from the startups, they've started with something small. It's very hard for somebody to go into from a small deal and then, turnouts and then delegate everything right away. So obviously it's not realistic for everybody. But slowly somebody can quote unquote crawl themselves out of hell by slowly uh, chipping away at you know getting one person under them to sell the deal and getting another slowly. And then over time they're going to be able to you know get some few a few deals closed and then they'll use that money to get out get more people to do it um, on behalf of them. And then the third thing is really thinking long term. So think, so you're going to have to think long-term. And there's one example. So for example, there's from, it's from this book, and I can't really remember the name of the book, actually. Well, as soon as I remember it, I'll mention it in another video. But uh, if somebody, so let's say somebody has a job, and then the person gets paid, let's say, let's say the person gets paid uh, $20 per hour. So let's say somebody gets paid $20 per hour at a job. Right. So somebody gets paid twenty dollars per hour. 
what they'll find is that some people they may say um some people may say oh paying paying a a plumber for example to fix his pipe you know so let's say a plumber costs so plumber costs you know a hundred dollars to fix the pipe uh, but they can fix it in like one hour people typically would say oh you know i don't want to spend a hundred bucks or even or even let's say even five even let's say a thousand let's put it in an extreme example even a thousand bucks some people say oh i don't want to spend that and then they would say that's stupid to spend that money most people would say so normal normal people would say it's stupid uh, but what the what business owners would do and people that you know are, are really good at building wealth what they'll do they'll say um, they'll know they'll also keep into account the amount of time that they would spend building that um, fixing this pipe and so let's say that the person would spend let's say 20 hours so let's say this person would spend 20 hours fixing it so this is like the person. So this is like you, for example, in this example. It's not really you, but it's just an example. And let's say this is the plumber. And the plumber um, would be able to do this in one hour. But you'd be able to do this in, in um, 20 hours. What most people don't do, most people just don't consider that if you just multiply the time that you take out by the amount of hours that you work, you're actually losing money. So the average money that somebody makes in an hour of the day, this is not a normal job hours. This is like the average money that somebody, quote unquote, is worth, quote unquote, per day, if you include everything. So that, that means that this person would be spending $2,000 when you include the value of the person's time. Whereas if they were to hire the plumber, the plumber would... would you know, it's one to one because the plumber would do it faster. You're actually saving a thousand dollars in value by delegating it to the plumber because you're using that time that back and you're buying yourself time for you to be able to use that time to do other high leverage activities. So that's really the point. Um, overall, you want to make sure that you know you use your time wisely. You consider the cost of using something that saves you time versus the cost of using something that burns your time. You want to understand that you can leverage other people's time by looking at the aggregate value of their time, multiplying the probability so that you know what percentage chance of, of you working on a deal would close and what types of deals to work on. And then you also learn about the long-term effects of building good systems for you to be able to delegate and systematize your either capital raise, setting up your fund, closing your acquisition so that you don't have to get stuck on the small stuff and think like a you know a one-dimensional you know business one-dimensional employee you can actually build systems that can allow you to get the the leverage that you need for you to win so if this makes sense let me know if it doesn't let us know as well and if you're watching on youtube just hit that like button and uh subscribe and and, and everything uh so that you can get more like this because we only show exclusive things to the subscribers and so with this we look forward to seeing you on the other side